on October 31st, 2021. Dearly beloved, I have gathered you all here today because you are the best of the best. A crossover event for the ages. Dane, a scully, is about six foot seven, is wearing a black trench coat and a fashionable fedora that definitely fits his clearly human and not elongated and gray-skinned head very well. It also, to some, might appear that, like, the back of her skull is missing and perhaps replaced with a series of wires, but that's also makeup. Um, She's in the local theater troupe, so is at all times just trying to uh, really bring people into this world where sometimes people don't have heads. Pod against the machine. And Skynet stands about five foot ten. Uh, he has robust mustache and brown hair that is poorly affixed to his shiny um, and slightly luminescent tattoo-laden um, skin. Uh, he is wearing a smart salmon-colored shirt under a green sweater with an orange tie showing. You see a uh, halfling, probably looks like maybe early 30s. Little, his hands are kind of a little creepily long. He's got on a sports coat that is yellow and black houndstooth pattern. And underneath that, he has on a salmon button-down shirt with the top two buttons undone, a bright red belt, and a pair of white loafers with no socks. Dungeon dive bar. And he smiles at you again, and it's time instead of his teeth being creepily white, his eyes are sparkling, kind of anime, like anime sparkles. But picture anime sparkles mixed with Steven Universe's star eyes. That's what's happening right now. And it looks much more unsettling when they're combined like that. And aliens. I've recruited all of you, my most trusted, most non-alien friends, to be the inaugural class of agents for the Bureau of Research and Investigation of Aliens in Numeria. They're all dead. This is Halloween. With Brian on the case, the aliens will... something that rhymes with case. Go back to space? Yeah. I'll be dead, honestly. I don't know. I'd like to have proof, because... This is Pod Against the Machine. Pod Against the Machine. Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine, the only actual play podcast where castles are presents and friends are food. I'm your host, Sam, and here's everybody. Hello. Hi. Hi there. Hello. That was weird. You guys don't usually <laughs> say it. hi. <laughs> this is going to be a bad one. Howdy, neighbor. <laughs> we don't have bad ones, Sam. That's true. Yet, we've only done 43 of these. 
This is the one where everybody dies. Oh man. Well, when last we left the very capable four, they'd had a long, long, long bout of Vargas punching a ghost until it died. And then they rescued the prisoners who were the real occupants of Algernard's grave, learned that the ghost was indeed Algernard himself, and um, learned that the Smilers had taken over the place, probably to give it as a gift to the Lords of Rust, who are ruling Scrapwall these days. And they found some horrible, horrible things, cracked some jokes about the horrible, horrible things, and um, now it's late at night, and everybody's a little bit depressed about how awful the world of Galarian is. <laughs> and um, here we are. Can we even expect them to help with watches? They're like, they're that would pretty be jacked up, right? Yeah. yeah I just want to we all make go to bed. We're like, you guys got this, right? Cool. <laughs> We're, We're guests. We just hand them those bows we found and say, good luck up on the wall. <laughs> We're going to take one of those in the morning. We did save you. I mean, after being bound for that long, it'll be nice to stretch it out, kind of pace back and forth along the battlement. I do like a dramatic pace. Yeah, I would not feel good in character or out <laughs> making any of them help with the watch. Just prop a bunch of corpses up along the parapets. It's like a really morbid Home Alone. I was about to say, like, Home Alone, <laughs> move them on the street. You know that scene. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do watches, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Asher is going to spend one hour of his evening uh, working on fixing up one of the five broken pistols that has been collected from the Smilers. Could come in handy to have a, a backup or and help He'll try and twirl a gun on an index finger, both hands, and accidentally drop one and pick it up embarrassedly <laughs> and say, I'll work on this, perhaps through my watch. You heard it. Asher's picking up gun twirling. Bixby grabs Uncle Cracker. Um, no, Crackless. <laughs> says, uh, Right, so we kind of buried the lead on this, but we've got uh, an unliving corpse that we need to <laughs> kill every uh, <laughs> I am struggling to get well, through this sentence didn't we decide that he's just dying from uh, oxygen deprivation every few minutes in the bag alright never mind we don't have to tell him at <laughs> just, all you know what just kidding just he's kidding floating in a void uh, yeah, yeah, we certainly it. don't have uh, some sort of undying beast caught in an existential mortal terror void that's just one of Rixby's jokes uh, he's got a weird sense of humor <laughs> you don't see a lot of headline comedians from Chittahome <laughs> Uh, God, yeah, no, I'm glad we didn't have to explain that one. Good that we have the bag to just passively take care of the killing for us. Because it'd be like, yeah, we're totally your saviors. Can, could you guys do us a favor and just slit this guy's throat every 35 minutes or so? <laughs> the trauma is kind of stacking up, you know, murdering this person over and over again. Would you guys, are you guys cool? I know you just saw a bunch of dead bodies, but now you're desensitized, right? It's like, <laughs> not a thing. I mean, you're welcome, really. Oh, those guys we killed were cannibals. Oh. We could have given him to them if we would have made friends with them. We would have solved two problems with one solution. They could eat for life. The gift that keeps yeah. giving. I know, yeah. 
my god, that's awful. I'll teach a cannibal to fish and he'll stare at you blankly, but give a cannibal a constantly regenerating semi-undead weirdo and bleed for a lifetime. <laughs> that old adage. Ah, yes, that old chestnut. <laughs> okay, so let's resurrect Hatchet Hand with the scroll. Yeah, clearly. And as a sign of goodwill, we, we want to form an alliance with the Smilers who thought we're going to curry favor with the Lords of Rest by destroying a fort, burning it down on the inside in several places, and then saying, here you go. It's full of dead horses. It was in really good condition, but now it just needs a little TLC. It's fixer-upper. Yeah, don't worry. It's got good bones considering we ate all the flesh and everything else that was on them. Yeah, you gotta wonder what part two of their plan was. <laughs> also, if you're bored, there's a ghost that'll probably come back every 24 hours. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I love that we're just like, we totally took care of that forever for you guys. Bye. But nobody tried. They, they tried exercising it. They didn't try punching it 117 <laughs> times. That's a big part of it. That's what we call a Kellid exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> so we crack a bunch of inappropriate jokes in front of these totally <laughs> brutalized <laughs> survivors. They're like weeping. <laughs> Sorry, you guys Yeah, okay? this entire conversation, even though we're not using the voices, is happening in character. <laughs> and the crusaders are all just crying. This is this is still this is hardened Kira voice. This is like, you know, after I've run enough quests and now I'm mean and scary. Uh, she sounds a lot like Izzy. More like Izzy than regular Kira. I guess going back to the actual story, if Asher and Brixby have already done theirs, Vargas will take a third watch. Yeah, you know, I think I can probably actually scribe a scroll on my watch. So I'm going to do that. Quickly double check to make sure we can't pull this out. But I'm pretty sure I can do it over my watch time. Pretty, I can do it over an hour. Anything that's gonna happen like you can just sit on top of the wall and you have like that entire like i imagine you can probably see miles in every direction so yeah and it, you wouldn't really need to watch too hard it's just time yeah. limit wise okay. yeah, it's flat flat land you have a good view of the wastes real quick uh because you have less spells than than jero does is he do you can you cast anything else besides shield i have a uh, magic missile is that, does that yeah, count? Yeah, no, it does. I was just trying to figure yeah. out if like giving you a scroll of shield would help out because, or if it would make more sense to give something to Vargas. But I think I'm going to do a scroll of shield for you tonight. Just because you don't have a lot of, we have like, I don't know, you cast like two a day normally. Mm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll have a three a day or three combat day. So uh, Brix will spend his evening scroll scribing for his buddy Kira. Do you want perception checks for our watches? I'm going to wave them tonight because it's it's a nice quiet night and you guys have been through a lot on this particular day with the gang battle and the ghost battle and the horror. I'm concerned at your benevolence <laughs> that you're just, you, you feel bad for what's coming. Nah, it's pretty pretty much all easy from here. That was, that was <laughs> the boss of book two. <laughs> you did it. The ghost. <laughs> Wait, which one? The ghost? Just the ghost. <laughs> the optional ghost. I could honestly believe with how much damage that thing was doing that that was the boss of book two. There's certainly nothing worse than that to come. Yeah, my notes don't say anything about Etten's four-armed monstrosities. Trolls. 
uh, a necromancer who may or may not have eaten the hand oh of her own lieutenant. Undead necromancer? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering after we heard about her if she's the one who did whatever the heck has been done to Garmin. You could roll a knowledge arcana. Tight, okay. not a knowledge plane. Oh, I have that one. Is a 10 on the die for a 18. <clears throat> um, coming in hot with the knowledge rolls, as I always do. The one for a zero. I cannot spell the word <laughs> arcana. Nice. Brixbean throws an 18 at it for a 29 in total. Nice. Well, with that kind of roll, um, Brixby's pretty sure that you couldn't get the result that you have with um, Garmin with uh, straight-up arcane necromancy. So um, if this person is the, the traditional sort of necromancer wizard, then she probably didn't do this. Wow, my knowledge of the arcane arts is limited the dark science of bringing the spark back to the corpse doesn't look like what we saw that's something else beyond my knowledge no i understand that spark is a cantrip that would certainly require more than that he just nods knowingly <laughs> as he works on the battered gun and you think if everyone's sort of heading to bed or doing pre-bedtime things here will some find at some point time to walk up to Briggs being like, hey, I'm sorry I made fun of your bee allergy. Are you, are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Uh, you know, it's, he stops, he puts down the like piece of paper and the, the scribe that he's holding, um, puts away the scroll that he's copying off of. It says, <clears throat> I'm not a brave man, Kira. I've, I've never said I was. That situation, that's green. Just shook the deepest parts of me. I, uh, and he looks down. I, I don't know if I can be counted on in situations like that in the future. I'm sorry. You came back. That's not nothing. I mean, you could have just left us. You just kind of took a quick walk. It's true, but I shudder to think that if that ghost wasn't locked in that room, what my cowardice would have done. I'm fine. I, uh, I appreciate it. And I'm, um, actually working on a token of appreciation for you right now. And, uh, Brixby takes a second to, you know, change the subject, point down, kind of be like, see how when I mix this into the ink, even though there aren't any material components for shield, but we're just going to do this for fun. Right, and then I just spread it into, right, as just like so. It's, when you read this, it should just work. No hand motions, no nothing. Kira is suspicious, um, but is able to tell. There's a clear subject change here. She looks down at the paper and looks up at him. Um, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Bricks. Yeah, yeah, right. Just goes back and re-unfolds everything, kind of puts stuff on the edges of the paper. 
What horrors visit us in the night, Sam? <laughs> just, it's too quiet. No, the the night passes quietly, and it's we already know that the weather is clear. You know, we pass over into I want to say the nineteenth of Eridus. Yeah, the nineteenth of Eridus. Uh, morning comes. The somewhere in the distance, a rooster crows, and it's. You know, it's the day to go to Scrapwall, I think. It's actually Just Nathan. Just a river away. <laughs> Nathan crows. A horrible, gurgling, oozy noise to let everyone know that it's morning. We've come accustomed to it over time. Sure, sure, sure. Just imagining him, like, sliming his way up one of the walls of the tower to do it. It's the highest point, totally. like a rooster. <laughs> it's like someone gargling Jella. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I knew it would get it at least. <laughs> that old familiar sound. Oh man. I really tried to not that was a that was shocking. <laughs> I feel taken aback. So when uh, morning comes, um everybody's sort of up for the day, uh Thetis will, will come over to the lot of you and say, uh, So uh you're to be going on to scrap wall then? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you're welcome to return to the fort whenever you need a, a safe place to rest. I'm sorry we can't offer any amenities at this time, but our gates will always open for all of you. We can keep your horses here and and look after them for the time being. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry I can't offer anything better as, as payment for our lives at this time, but... You have our eternal gratitude. Just uh, make sure that those horses eventually make their way back to Torch. We had to put a rather large deposit down on them. Do you want me to keep them here for you, or, or, or send them back to Hor- Torch? I'll keep them here for us if you're able. We are we are hoping to return to Torch following our excursion to Scrapwall with news or perhaps even the company of uh, one we were sent to find. A much more enjoyable journey on our trusted steeds. Yes, well then they'll be here waiting for you. Yeah, we didn't opt for the insurance despite being encouraged to. So um, try to keep them like five feet from each other. Nathan's got enough things and scratches as is. Uh, uh, Before we depart... No, go uh, for it. Uh, I was just going to make a stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, I'd really rather it's like to hear it. now. <laughs> I, I think it's okay. We can pretend we never said it. No, it'd be no, better no, if you I explained said. it, too. Just didn't I even don't even it, remember. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was going to be. It, it was truly, truly dreadful. Probably. Before we depart, we wouldn't presume to take any of your provisions with us without your consent. We would wonder, though, if we could perhaps purchase one of those... I'm not familiar with Bleedle. <laughs> I apologize. That That's the do-war word for longbow. No, I, I can't possibly replicate that. I'm broken. Wondered if we could purchase one of those longbows off of you for young Kiri here. You you can take one for for nothing. Certainly, we we owe you much more than that. We have more bows than soldiers, I suspect. Do you want a sticker? Well, that is 
Ooh, there we go. I'm sorry for the cannibalistic loss of much of your garrison and close friends, but cheer up, reinforcements are on the way, both in emotionally and literally. It's literally the last one of those I have. You can have it. It's a sticker that says, cheer up, reinforcements are on the way. <laughs> it's a sticker that says, I'm sorry for the, well, oh. you know, everything that Asher just said. <laughs> sorry your friends got eaten. <laughs> cheer up, reinforcements are on the way. Oh, that's oddly specific. It's almost as if you'd planned this ahead of time. We just have a very good craft store at home. Uh. And also Michael's. <laughs> oh, no. Shade. The shade. <laughs> Fantasy shade, so it's okay. <laughs> well, that is certainly generous of you, Captain. Well, you won't accept it as payment, I would nevertheless leave a donation. The work that you do here in offering shelter to those in need is, is a noble one, and whatever we can contribute to the cause of seeing that resume sooner would be my pleasure to do so. Thank you for your generosity. What are we giving him? We'll edit that in post. I'd have to look at the loot sheet. The grippers? <laughs> just, <laughs> just the grippers. <laughs> like the most useless bit <laughs> You'll know what to do with these at the right time. <laughs> just hands the tongs. Use over. them to grip my dead friends. <laughs> Cut to them just tossing a garden salad. They're just like, <laughs> I, I guess this was. This is the best salad we've ever had. <laughs> this is a mundane buckler, and and we'll spare one potion of thick, thick Pepto. <laughs> I'll just give them the the garbage Seth left. Let's behind. give them 118 goo tubes. <laughs> no, we. Are you kidding me? Why would we give those away? Yeah, no, just give them a couple of the charcoal crunch. I want to keep most of the other ones, but I'm tired of that. Dyes my teeth black. We need the goo tubes. I used up the last of my rations from my character creation yesterday. <laughs> There's no escaping the goo tubes. They also double as gold bond. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate your... Ah. Hospitality. I'm very sorry we didn't show up sooner. It pains me to say, but I'd encourage you to amend your policy of admittance. Numeria is a cruel place, my friends. We are duty-bound to keep our doors open whenever possible for travelers, but I believe temporarily at least we will be limiting those we allow in. Hopefully, the strife in Scrapwell will, will calm soon enough. As I said last night, we intend to remove the disease. Yeah, we're like pretty capable too, so. We all flip around to show off our super cool jackets. <laughs> <laughs> so many swears I could have said there. But they are great. They are great jackets. Um, yes, custom made at Michael's, the finest craft store in all of Numeria. Uh, Kira says nothing, but looks incredibly hurt. I like to think that you both are individually sponsored. Like Sam has just separately in your player channels just been like, all right, much like Pathfinder Factions, you are Michaels and you are Joanne's. <laughs> and that's the true conflict of the podcast. <laughs> the only iron gods. Iron on gods. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh, brilliant. 
How far away are we from Screpwall? Just a mile or so. Uh, if you hike down to the river, there's a dinghy there that you can use to forge your way across, and then you'll you'll be at the foot of it. There's an entrance. It's a bit hard to find, but uh, along the western side of it, there's sort of a cutout in the the wall of garbage, and a, a building there with a gate. That's. They say there's other ways in, but that's the only one I've seen. So, both. I'd love to hear what they say about the gate, as well as anything you've heard about the other ways in. Well, the uh, gate is was controlled by the Steelhawks. I have, I have no idea who controls it now, but it was a source of power for them, being able to control who comes and goes. As far as secret ways in and out, I I haven't the foggiest. I mean, there's always... You could climb it, one, one would guess, but it doesn't look safe from the outside. Yeah, we are certainly... I can't even imagine what our average climb skill is. I know I'm, like, not counting Asher's, like, propensity to just Michael Jordan on top of things, but, like, we can't climb, right, gang? It's, like, still not our thing. I get a plus five. So Brixby still can't climb, right? Minus two. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I had a pretty decent climb score when we all failed those things, so I don't know. Uh, maybe. Uh, I will just grappling hook to the top. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I forgot about the, the back yeah. grapple. Yeah. Yeah, that'll turn any climb into a DC-5 if he can put a rope up against it. So that'd be That's an true. auto pass for I'm guessing three of us. Are you? What are you? Andy? That's a What's good question. Plus? I'm gonna say a plus three. Oh, samezies, oh, which means not yeah. an auto pass, not necessarily. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean anything but a natural two. True. <laughs> um, well, uh, as we mentioned last night, we've heard the Steelhawks might be a potential ally. In the chaos that lies north. We hope that they still man the gates, but seems contingencies are wise to have. He looks the Asher. He is our contingency in all settings. Hello. <laughs> and Captain, you you should know that I'm I'm confident the Dawnflower is pleased and you make her proud. You've survived horrors, but well, you you make her proud. Thank you, Asher. Those are kind words indeed. May the Dawnflower smile upon all of you. So I think we're going to leave. Sorry that everybody got eaten <laughs> and we killed your ghost friend. Oh, the ghost will be back. I'm sure there's a sticker for that. <laughs> That's true. They'll raise the poor colors and, and let you go. Very dramatic. Thank you, Nathan. Nathan burbles in response. <laughs> <laughs> You're so full of skulls this morning, my boy. Um, yeah, so I, I give an affectionate pat to the ooze known as Nathan. <laughs> and uh, head out the portcullis, giving him the end of the Hulk movie look back two or three times. Nathan will return in book three. <laughs> Little do you know, these were smilers all along, and they're going to eat the horses. Oh, man. <laughs> Plus, Hetoath is still there, so there's always that. So, yeah, the way from 
Here the scrap wall is clear and, and easy, doesn't take too long. You gotta get across a calm stretch of river. Once you get to the other side, I'd say a realization sweeps over all of you at the same time. That scrap wall might be the most apt name for a place that you've ever heard. Brixby, you're used to the caverns of Chitterholm, the mostly underground maze of tunnels where it's impossible to tell if the path you're taking is a natural cave or an ancient mechanical structure or some combination of the two, and the sheer scale of the wreckage is difficult to wrap your mind around. But now, the wall in front of you that stands close to the river, instead of being buried under the earth, this wall stands at least 30 feet high and in many places far higher and stretches as far as the eye can see to the east and west. Thousands of feet at least. It's all garbage. Towers of rusted iron and hills, rubble and ruin, long ago divested of anything of remote value by tech-hungry scavengers. You can see immense lengths of chain, coils of jagged wire, giant clockwork gears, the crushed head of a gearsman wedged impossibly tightly into a wall 15 feet off the ground. And old corrugated metal cargo containers riddled with gashes, bullet holes, and the telltale pockmarks of laser fire piled so high in an ocean of rust so thick that you can smell the oxidation in the air, mixing with just this general sense of decay. In one sense, it looks like a stiff breeze could cause an avalanche and tear the whole wall to the ground. In another, it looks like a puzzle that settled together so perfectly over thousands of years that it would stand through another rain of stars. A hundred yards or so to the west of here, looks like there's the entrance that Thetis told you about, the low outcropping of scrap that looks like it leads to an indentation. There's a gap in the scrap. Welcome everyone to Scrap Wall. What do you do? Rixby turns to the group and says, Sure hope the Steel Hawks control that gate. Make getting in a lot easier, it seems. Well, there's only one way to find out. I guess I suppose there are multiple <laughs> ways. <laughs> Come to think of it. Why don't we find out by approaching it ourselves? Yeah, I like that one. That's, that's, a, that's a good way. Which I assume we do yeah. by standing right at the edge of the map. <laughs> um, gonna pop a wow. map up on your screen. This is just to give you a little bit of an idea of what you're looking at. This scrap wall, as I said, is 30 feet high at the lowest, and it's about three miles wide. It's like a, a city where the outer wall is made of garbage. Looks like it's night in there, too. <laughs> I'll pop you over to a new map where um, if you follow the outcropping around, um, you find an indentation in the rock where there is uh, a building cobbled together from cargo containers. And then there's a gap in between, uh, about 20, 25 feet wide, where there is a gate there. A gate that appears to be of human construction. This pair of ramshackle buildings with walls and roofs. Um, the roofs on top of them look like they're made of strips of leather and fur. And the whole thing is just junk slapped together and bolted together. And it's blocking the way forward. 
That was very articulate. I know it. Well, being as this is a crazy town full of gangs uh, and an arena that may or may not sometimes be a fighting pit to the death, I don't think this is any place for the meek. I say we, you know, stride up there like we belong. And that Asher will just walk right up to the gate. When you come out to the gate, a door beyond it opens up. A man comes out um, of uh, the building that's on your left, his right. Another one will come out sort of behind him, stand by the door. And they'll say, uh, hello there. What can I do for you? Hello indeed. We seek entrance into Scrap Wall to test our metal in the Scrap Master's arena. This is uh probably the wrong time to come to Scrap Wall. If you're here for adventure, you uh you'd best turn around, head back the way you came. Oh, it sounds like perhaps a, a different flavor of adventure is to be found inside these walls. Why do you say this is the wrong time to come? We didn't travel all this way to simply turn around, come back later. Never mind why. I say it's a bad time, it's a bad time. Well, perhaps we could continue this conversation on the other side of these bars. Why don't you allow us entrance and we can decide for ourselves whether we'd like to stay or go. And I'll make a diplomacy roll. Natural 16 on the orange creamsicle for a 26. Uh, The one guy's gonna go back to talk to the other guy. And that guy, like the kind of a hushed conversation between the two of them, and then that guy goes north and disappears into the other building. If you'll give us a moment, we'll have the boss see what what she wants to do here. What was the Steelhawks dude's name? It was a dude, right? Mauricio. Yeah. Yeah, did did these people have any sort of identifiable... Like, we have the cool jackets. Do they have any, like, pins or jackets or regalia that I could roll on to see if I knew what gang they might be associated with? doesn't look like you see any particularly cool jackets just now. Are any of them dressed similar to Mianda's group? No, these are, they're very much, like, clad in kind of furs and um, animal teeth and stuff. Like, sort of a, much more of a Kellid look, if not styled particularly tribally. Yeah, so we can assume that at least they're probably not Lords of Rust. Or Smilers. Or just your normal. standard face. Yeah, they they yeah. definitely still have lips. <laughs> Asher will nod and say, Of course, we'll wait right here. We won't be going anywhere quite yet. Happy to discuss this with the Here we'll have a whispered conversation with Asher just to, just to make that guy feel as excluded as she just did. To prove a point. <laughs> Yes, I don't really understand why you prefer Joanne's when both the selection and the prices are superior. And I do understand what you're saying, and thank you so much for that support, but I just really think that we haven't been able to find the level of sticker specificity at Michael's as we have at Joanne's. Yes, well, agree to disagree, I suppose, for now. We can continue this conversation later. That's how I'm choosing to segue this conversation now. (laughs) Yeah, and out of that building... Um, comes a woman and she's flanked by uh, three more people and I will, let's see if I can pop up, that's the generic guy token I don't want the generic guy token there that looks like a hawk etched onto her face 
And a steel like gaze. Real hockey. Mm -hmm. Yes, perhaps she's with the Iron Falcons. <laughs> uh, so uh, this woman comes out with the small group of people and the guy sort of manning the gate steps off to the side and they all come down showing real numbers there and, and she goes, uh, adventurers, eh? What is it? You want <laughs> you want to fight in the Scrabmasters arena? Is that what, what I'm hearing? That is sort of the means to an end, but is it customary that one must disclose all of one's business simply to gain entry into Scrabble? I mean no disrespect, but yes, the arena is uh, one of our goals. I got a position here. I gotta make sure that we don't let anyone in who would cause issues for our little system. Just gotta make sure to vet people, and right now it's... it's Times are tough. You know, you gotta understand. You gotta make sure that if you're coming in, you know, then you're not gonna cause any trouble what for me What kind of mine. system is it? Oh, she smiles and looks over at Kira. She says, well, it's complicated. It's, it's complicated. But, uh, you don't look like Crusaders. Well, you know that We're adventurers. We're very capable. Sure, sure. Of course you are. Why don't you come on in here and we'll have a conversation. And she slaps one of them in the back of the head and says, Open the gate, will ya? And he'll run over and run back in the building to open the gate. And she'll say, uh, come on back into my office. Even though my voice just changed. <laughs> and uh, we'll see if we can figure things out here. Acceptable terms, yes. And she'll lead the way um, up into the eastern building here, south into an, an office. Yeah, so you pass through the, the front gate um, and over into the, like, a common room. Uh, it looks like there's, like, a card table. Uh, looks like it's probably where people eat and stuff. And then if you go east through there, it's a bunkhouse. There's a bunch of beds bunk beds in there and people's clothes and stuff and then south through there is a, a large room uh that looks like uh they keep junk and supplies and stuff in there and um it looks like this is where she's made a little bit of an office for herself and she says so coming to scrap wall on an adventure Sounds like a good time to me. Sound like a good time to you, Clarence? And she looks over at the, the guy standing in the corner, and he uh, kind of shrugs. And she says, yeah, sounds like a party. Uh, I don't think you'll find this place as friendly as you might have expected it. So, uh, tell me, what is it you're really after? So I know the, the token certainly looked steel hockey. Could I roll on any <laughs> on her iconography? Yeah, you, you could do like, it now. Yeah, local. Mm, Eleven total. Nice, nice. Well, you don't know um, with any sort of surety what um, gang she might be affiliated with. Bricks being through a twelve for a twenty-one. Oh, with a twenty-one, I'd say probably Bricksby, since he's from close enough to this place, he can recognize a. 
a Steelhawks tattoo um, when he sees it. And uh, yeah, it looks like she is indeed a Steelhawk. Bixby's going to say, From what I've heard of her at Chittahome, it's never really a good time to pass through these walls. Look, we came here seeking Steelhawks. We've heard they'd be allies. Now listen to the man. Looks back at Asher. Yes, a friend of ours said, should you go to Scrapwall, perhaps one Veregio may be one to listen to reason. Well, I'm uh, afraid you just missed him. Old Veregio's dead. Head chopped off. So, uh, guess we all lose there. Bye. And when? Uh, a couple months back. Nice lady, nice lady with a chainsaw. She goes by the name Kolgara. A what? I've heard of her. A barbarian. <laughs> yeah, you could call her that. I'm sorry, a, a what? <laughs> As, it's like a sword, right? But uh, the blade goes around and around and around. And it's made of a bunch <laughs> of little blades. So, as he's saying and this... it'll chew you up. He's just turning his head towards Kira with this, like, <laughs> terrible smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds... terrible. <laughs> I didn't catch your name. Uh, I'm called Asher. Well, hello, Asher. My name is Sevroth, and, uh... What you see before you is what remains of the Steelhawks, besides our fearless leader. She spits on the ground after she says that. Do you not get along? Didn't get along? Well, I should be the leader now that Veregio's dead, but uh, things are complicated these days. Who's the leader now? Guy who goes by bird food. What? Truly a name to strike terror. <laughs> Used to be a smiler. Rixby's gonna voluntarily take the shaking condition at that person's name. <laughs> you said he's a smiler, but is now running what's left of the Steelhawks. Why, we just encountered a few smilers the other day. Yesterday, in fact. They won't be returning from their excursion. Huh. You see, we may have a common enemy. This, uh, birdseed did... He didn't happen to only have one hand, did he? Oh, no, he's he's got all his hands. One of those creepy smiles with the, the lips cut out. But he's, and she'll do finger quotes, not a smiler anymore, right? We've helped plenty of people no longer be smilers. I think that's the business we're in right now. Now, it sounds like we might have something that we could help you out with. We've, um, got some experience dispatching the happy. Well, that is very interesting. I'm listening. We cleared an entire garrison without nary a scratch. It's just... Maybe for Brixby, not everyone else, but hey, it's still truthful. So, uh... <clears throat> <laughs> oh, you want to roll a bluff check? <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, very I'd be few happy scratches. To, actually, hey, that's a natural twenty for a twenty. This guy punched a ghost. Wow, 
Yeah, she does not have the sense motive for to beat that check, certainly. All I can say is that we've uh, wiped plenty an inappropriate facial gesture off of someone's countenance. Be happy to do that for you as well. We need friends inside the Wolf's Sea. This sounds like this may be a, a singular opportunity to benefit us all. Tell you what. If you're so good at getting rid of smilers, Clarence, get out of here. And she sends the other guy out of the room. Uh, it's nice to meet you, Clarence. I mean, yeah. You heard the woman. <laughs> like I was saying, if you're so good at getting rid of Smilers, you take care of that Smiler bird food for me. Remove him from the operation so I can have my gang back. And you got yourself some allies in the Steelhawks. We can help you get around this place, maybe. Help you get your bearings. And where are we to find this jovial individual? Oh, well, he's camped out uh, a little ways north of here. Well, you gotta cut through uh, Steelhawks territory, which is most of the area right behind uh, this gate here, and uh, a little ways up to the north, about half a mile, you'll find Hawk Palace. And uh, he's taking it for his own blasphemy that he's running the place when it should be in Steelhawk hands. And he's got ex supposedly ex-smilers up there with him, along with orcs from sent over from the Lords of Rust to keep him company. Ugh. Lords of Rust. I hear they've been causing trouble. We'll give you back your aviary. Will we find any trouble between here and there? And there's bound to be wandering people, but uh, shouldn't be too much anything. It's our territory, and uh, our numbers uh, ain't what they used to be. Just wondering if an air school will get us closer to our goal. Yeah, I'm uh, afraid I... For appearance purposes, I can't be furnishing that just now. Can, can we have a receipt? Or an <laughs> affidavit? Yeah, can we have a written note of treason? <laughs> Please. <laughs> just like it's a hall pass, but for treason. <laughs> We're supposed to be here, in you know, in some sense of the word. Yeah, it's real embarrassing. I was thinking perhaps, n not necessarily in place of the written note. I don't mean to put down Kira's idea. It was a good one, yes. But alternatively, perhaps, what if you or our friend Clarence, somebody were to take us to Hawk Palace as prisoners, perhaps? And then, you know, I've, I've heard this is a time-honored technique where we escape from our false bonds and are then able to rightfully secure Hawk Palace for you and your true Steelhawks. <laughs> Looks Asher over and uh, shrugs and says, uh, sure, why not? 
as, as long as it can't get back to me, that this was any of my business, then uh, knock yourselves out. Pretend to be whatever you want. Do you have any other information that might help uh, this change of leadership? Bird foods? <laughs> He's got birds. They do his bidding for him. So, uh, I ain't seen him in action, but from what I understand, it's, it's ugly. And, uh, uh, he's just as crazy as the rest of those smilers, so there's always that. I suppose that's all I know about him, but, uh... Do you know what kind of birds? Are they small? Probably oh, hawks, I don't know. Sense. I mean, they're big enough to take a bite out of you, I don't know. I don't know, birds. I'll take that note. Birds large enough to bite. As we all know in Numeria... Birds aren't able to take bites out of you until they're of a certain size, so that makes sense. Yeah. Smaller you creatures just, sound just like can't public do it. Park geese at this point, <laughs> just <laughs> willing to screw you all the way up. And yeah, they just make this. a yeah. horrible honking noise, and they just won't leave you alone. Sort of like how the uh, Queen of England supposedly owns all of the swans in the country. He owns all of the geese in Scrapwall. <laughs> Classic bird. So food. many. The Numeria geese. Oh my god, there's so many. Numeria geese is my fourth favorite Amelia Estevez movie. Reminded <laughs> <laughs> that guy, I swear. Well, uh, looks like it's time to meet the ball, say. Is Brixby in the room? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's on the pile, he's on of, the pile trash. of trash. Is super stoked to be in a big pile of garbage. Oh, way in the corner. <laughs> he yeah. is in his element right now, friend. Yep. Well, and Kingsley has crime syndicate experience uh, when she took over that's, the rope fists. That's fair. Uh, uh, so. Canon. Don Kingsley did most of this negotiation for us. <laughs> the whispered clacks. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, let's let's go depose a gang lord, eh? Yeah, she'll send Clarence along with you. Ah, uh, yes. Clarence the Mighty. Clarence, let's go murder. <laughs> Poor Clarence. All right, guys. <laughs> let's go this way. And, uh, he'll... Cheer up, Clarence. <laughs> he'll lead the way north and, uh, up through Steelhawk's territory, which is kind of the southernmost part of scrap wall and it's fairly abandoned right now so you have like um, makeshift dwellings that people have propped up against the walls and stuff and that, but not really anyone giving you trouble until Clarence leads you up to this crossroads uh, where there's piles of junk um, lining the streets and you know the walls of junk to your left and right, walls of junk up ahead, and a group of orcs straight across from you, and uh, Clarence will stop where he is and say, uh, uh, this, uh, hi, hey, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> and one of the orcs will say, uh, of official, uh, Steelhawks patrol. 
State your, your business in Steelhawk's territory. And the rest of the orcs kind of close in. And Clarence goes, um, uh, um, Steelhawk. They're all... And he looks back at you guys like, uh, are you guys... Are you supposed to be Steelhawk? I'm, I'm not sure. Does anyone want to help Clarence out here? He's a little bit flabbergasted. Asher will just spit on the ground and say, Severoth couldn't handle us, so apparently only Birdfeed is the one to render judgment on us for trying to break through the gate. And I'll roll a bluff. Natural freaking 20 nice. for a 27. I also aided in the interim in roll 20 for another two. Wow. So blocked. Oh, um, the lead orc is like, uh, so you're prisoners? I I don't think I understand what's going on here. We are taking them to a, to bird food? Glance hmm. <laughs> is right. Like, yeah. Uh, we gotta take them to the boss, right? To bird food the boss. Bird food. Boss bird food. Bird food big, the boss. big boss man bird they call food. Him big bird. Gotta respect the pecking order. Brits me know what prisoners. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first rule. <laughs> We're so sad to be captured. <laughs> they still have their sense of humor. It's Get the first em. rule of no. being a prisoner <laughs> is that you cannot crack jokes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we have. <laughs> that rat is armed with wit. <laughs> Said we'll end up just like Varigio, but they can't take us down. So the, um, orcs will go, uh, well, uh, you need any help? There's four of them. And uh, you don't seem like the brightest torch in the cave. We're stupider. And complacent. Yeah, you do seem pretty stupid. Right, guys? And then another <laughs> orc goes, Yeah, he looks real stupid. And another one goes, All of them look real stupid. Yeah, it's, it's the very stupid four. <laughs> they all point and laugh. So it looks like you are all free to be on your way. It's the anon anonymity allowed you to pass through this encounter so you find yourselves standing in front of a another ramshackle structure built out of wood bits and scrap metal other items of refuge scavenged from the surrounding campaign uh, with big hawk insignias sort of carved into scrap metal or painted on the walls and Seemingly random locations. Uh, but that looks like a non-trivially sized building. And uh, Clarence will stop there and say, oh, So, uh, here we are. Are we, uh, we really doing this? Clarence, you've played your part admirably. We only ask that you lead us a few rooms farther to bird 
food himself. Yeah, let's talk in more hawking. All right, guys. Yeah, we, we appreciate uh, you, Clarence. This way. I'll lead you over to uh, the stairwell over here. Off to your right. As we're... Are our hands tied? Pretend? Did we say that? Do you want to do pretend hands tied or, or real, real hands tied? Pretend. It would definitely be more convincing with real hands tied. I'm sure it would. <laughs> yeah. But the way that your voice sounds makes just, me think, let's it'd be not It'd more convincing if you let Clarence kill one. Well, yeah, I just, just think if... Yeah, I mean... Just if Clarence, <laughs> like, really just beat each of you to, like, five hit points or less and then tied you up, that would probably be best for everyone. Yeah. I'm going to go with not really tied up because I'm also not letting him take my weapons. Like, I'm, I'm down for deception, but I'm not going so far that, like, if someone's going to examine my hands, they're also going to be like, huh, that's a well-armed prisoner. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I also like to imagine the tiny little thing tying <laughs> Kingsley's claws together. Peace bond the scorpion. He's repurposed the ribbon. Just hog-tied. Uh, Asher does have his hand zip-tied behind his back with ion tape and is canonically holding a zip stick in so his hand. Canon. Very, very canonically sneaky. We do have one more zip stick if somebody else wants to be part of uh, Team Wookie. That feels like a deck something or other that I just don't have the anything for. <laughs> Wish I had. There's a Cantrip that like does like an electric spark that spark is like super uncommon and it's not on any freaking spell list. Oh, jolt, jolt, jolt. Yes. yeah, jolt's a weird one. Yeah. It is a really. I weird wish one. I had that because like bricks and I then could use that and we would we'd have enough stuff with the two zip sticks and the two of us that we could actually do it that way and that would be perfect. Just like an arc lightning will be fine. <laughs> yeah, sadly that shock that, and grasp one, on that right. <laughs> sadly that one D three electricity damage cantrip is a closely guarded technically secret, I think. I know. Yeah, it's like the the third rarest spell in the game. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I think we're gonna get through this door and like you know no longer are we going to be able to be deceptive pretty quickly. It'd be tight if we could make it all the way in there, but I just kind of under the assumption that once we're inside, like any room that we make it through is good news. Well, uh, Clarence will approach the two orcs that are stationed in, on the stairs here and sit and let them know, uh, uh, delivering, uh, prisoners to, uh, bird food. They, um, crusaders, they, uh, tried to break in. And, um, the orcs look at him and, um, look down at the prisoners and say, uh, why she still got that big sword? Clarence is like, well, uh, they're, they're really dumb and, um, they're not tough at all, so it's fine. <laughs> Orc says, uh, is that true? You're not tough at all? Yes. Yes. I have true. a strength penalty. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, they got strength penalties. Just a feeble old man. 
as you can I'm see. I'm a child. <laughs> that one's only got the one arm. His other arm's made of garbage. I am a literal rat. Are you afraid of me? He's allergic to bees, but like sensitive about it, so. <laughs> well, canonically, we do have a bunch of bees in here, so that's, that's good. Hey, his name wasn't bee food. I wouldn't have agreed to be arrested. <laughs> what do birds eat? Birds eat bees. They're going to uh, explain the birds and the bees to us. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, that's the rest of that. Go, Sam. The, the orcs will step out of the way and go like, All right, uh, I guess head in. Clarence will go, oh, oh, All right, prisoners. Come on. Here we go. To prison. We're going to lock you up. It's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be torture. So bad. I can't even tell if he's going to torture us or not. So you point. wouldn't just... believe the bad stuff we got in store for you. We're going to kick you. <laughs> he's on our side. We're going to kick you twice. I don't know Like if he in is. the... That feels excessive, and but... I kick you in the leg. Oh, in the leg? Maybe we'll kick you in what? the heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right in the heart. <laughs> and he leads you down. <laughs> He'll lead you down the stairs into a courtyard where there are several more orcs, or a couple more orcs, and some smilers. Because... It's been too long since we've seen Smilers. Clarence goes, oh, hey, I was just telling these dumb prisoners about how I'm gonna kick them in the hearts. <laughs> and um, one of the Smilers goes, we didn't hear anything about any prisoners. Clarence says, I have no idea what you just said, man. No, not the slightest clue. <laughs> Just nods and laughs. That thing that you do when you don't know what someone says. So like, ah, I, yeah, totally. 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 And the, the hat. But it's a question. <laughs> the half-orc says, He said this ain't supposed to be any prisoners. What's all this about? Now, oh, this comes as a gift, apparently, to Bird Food himself. Severoth said that only he was smart enough and strong enough to make an example out of us. Whatever that means, I'm super dumb. <laughs> oh, you, you do sound pretty dumb. He's caught us jumping over the gate. Uh, and Bricks, there's a 16 for a 25 bluff. Seems like we should have learned that the Steelhawks were watching. Guess we'll learn now. Uh, Asher AIDS. <laughs> 27. Lying squad. With a <laughs> with, with an 11, by the way, so not by a whole, whole lot. <laughs> and now they'll, they'll uh, let you keep on going. Uh, open up the door, leads down to another passageway in this very strangely laid out building. That just like, I guess when you make a building out of garbage, you take what you can get. And Clarence will lead the way south down this weird corridor. Now you're going towards the room with the door. You don't want to go towards the room with the door. You want to go in this weird corridor mm. over here. <laughs> the door would make too much sense. What? Yeah. 
don't. You're going in a you're going in this weird narrow hallway. Why is it looping in on itself? That goes up and around. We're gonna end up like right here after about five more turns. Yeah, you go out in the outside of the building and you wrap all the way around back to where you just were, but inside. Is this like now. one of those things where they build they built, I don't know, ancient Greek structures to catch wind and make the rest of the house cool, except for instead of that, um, it makes the house confusing. Well, the thing you need to know about the Steelhawks is that their original leader before Vareggio was the Widow Winchester. I was just about to make a Winchester joke. That yeah, is see, I was going to say their original uh, leader was the guy that wrote House of Leaves, but I couldn't think of what his name Daniel is. Daniel something? <laughs> the... Yeah. Uh, Day-Lewis. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> That's really bugging me now. He retired from acting and wrote House of Leaves. Yeah, they say he spent six <laughs> months as a leaf before writing it, too. Method acting. Can't beat it. Mark oh, Danieluski. We, we got Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> we were so close. We did it. We Go know team. books. <laughs> Time to meet Birdbath. Uh, so Clarence will stop outside the door after this profoundly long and pointless hallway and say, uh, uh well, uh, He's probably in there. That's that's where Virgio used to hang out. So, uh, you guys got it from here, right? <laughs> All right, hear me out on this. Kick the door open. Throw in a grenade. <laughs> close the door. <laughs> and then go in after and begin initiative. Yeah, we have and then flash we go grenades, in. right? And then we open the second door that's five feet after this door. Oh my door. god, you're totally right. <laughs> really <laughs> embarrassed so about it. We what really happened. showed that second door. <laughs> and we say, see, we're so dumb. <laughs> Seal team oops. We <laughs> <laughs> do actually really like the idea of throwing one of our flash grenades in there. We also got that cuddle grenade. What was it? Soft grenade that does 5d6 <laughs> points of non lethal. It's 5d points of hugs. Cuddling is 5d6 hugs. Forgot that's what that one was called. Soft grenade. Clarence, wouldn't it seem strange for prisoners to be just left on their own? Clarence is going to die. <laughs> You could just open the door and say something like, it appears to already be gone. We'll leave these for you to deal with. <laughs> Instead of us just opening doors saying, hello, we're prisoners. This feels a bit strange. I'm getting the sense that this is going to end badly. We would never let me. anything happen to you, Clarence. Oh, I'm getting the sense we're all going to be murdered. Clarence, I'm going <laughs> to take the pin out of this thing and hand it to you. <laughs> and then I just want you to go through the door. <laughs> Poor Clarence. <laughs> Goodbye. Are you making Clarence open, open the door? The door. Yeah. Or All right, hold poor on. Poor Clarence. Wait. I am going to... I'm going to cast at least Mage Armor on myself right now. I'm going to cast Mage Armor and Shield. I'm going to take a second. Uh, fake untie my hands. Cast some stuff. Good time my hands. Can anyone cast any buffs on me? <laughs> nope. No. Any... Just hold like, this. <laughs> just a little buff. I don't even have a shirt. 
Asher would not have had uh, let Vargas leave an Ender Scrapple at half health. So you've been one booped up to nearly full or full. We'll take care of it off air. Uh, Kira sees. Whoops, oh. I'm at negative one. <laughs> I hit remove instead of add. Kira sees bricks do a shield and we'll also do shield. I guess, like, with uh, does it make more sense to use a spell or a paper? Save this scroll until you, like, have no whatever's cool. basically is usually how I usually yeah usually usually Clarence why don't you open the door shove me in down fall to the ground and you just say these prisoners are a gift from Selvaroth and you can just walk away it'll be like a power move and it will greatly increase your chances of survival okay if you guys think that that's not gonna get me horribly murdered that's our primary concern in all of this, is your safety. You have a bright future, Clarence. With a very considerate fool. Um, Kira will give him a sticker that says brave. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts it... Not long for this world. <laughs> he puts it on his bare chest because he doesn't have a shirt. <laughs> he just walks through with the oh, sticker. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, this is a plus five sticker. You're comfortable. <laughs> And as he reaches for the doorknob, sweating with the like total sweat gift, just dripping down his face, I'm going to bed. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Sam. Good night, Sam. Yeah, I saw that one coming. <laughs> Pot Against the Machine is property of its creators, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information. Are these two guys, like, sleeping, or are they just chilling in beds? They're resting. Oh. Maybe they're sleeping. Maybe they're... I'm sorry. Know, hanging out. Maybe they're reading or writing yeah. poetry. Um, have a good day. Sorry we barged in. What a bummer to have a, bed, a door in your bedroom, huh? That also leads to another place. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the worst. If It feels like they could have an office door right here. And not have to walk through the sleeping yeah. quarters every time you want to go. It kind of feels like a power move on her part, and I don't know. Yes. I don't. I don't like. Look I don't at how love sleepy it. all of my men are. <laughs> They're well rested. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Come through at all hours of the night, banging pots and pans. <laughs> Got to keep them on their toes. Talking about you, Clarence. Oh, Clarence, buddy. 